Good morning and welcome. It's the Bob Rose Show. 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And the headlines of the day, to find those out, just keep listening because basically they'll have to do with the questions that I'll be asking of our Congresswoman Kat Kamek, who joins me now on the Bob Rose Show. Good morning, Kat. How are you? Hey, good morning, Bob. Good to hear your voice. It is always great to talk to you, and we love the up-to-date information that you share with us. Uh, let's get to it. How how much should we be doing for Ukraine? Uh, we know there was a little uh, get-together with uh, Blinken and, uh, and, uh, and others, Zelensky. What, uh, what do you make of that? Well, I can tell you that I continue to be frustrated with the fact that there's billions and billions and billions of dollars being poured into that situation over there. And it's a heartbreaking situation. There's no denying that. But yet we're facing almost 18,000 people a day coming across our southwest border come May 23rd. And to me, that is a dereliction of duty on behalf of this administration. If they spent even a fraction of the time on our southwest border that they have spent with the Ukraine, we'd be in a much better place. But we are facing an invasion on our southwest border. And any anything outside of that is not going to be getting my full attention because we have a job to defend our nation. And, and that is not happening because the border's open. And without a, a secure border, you can't have a secure nation. So I'm going to be focused on making sure that we're delivering troops and resources to our border patrol because we are facing dire situation there. Is there any legal remedy for uh, what President Biden put into place? And now, if they pull back on Title Forty Two, like you said, it's they're going to be overwhelmed at the border. Everybody, left and right, agrees on that uh, for the most part. So, is there is there a legal approach um, where it can be challenged what what President Biden has done? So we last week, uh, several of my colleagues and I, we filed an amicus brief uh, with the court challenging uh, the the removal of Title 42, also um, pushing to fully reinstate the MPP, the Migrant Protection Protocol, which is commonly known as Remain in Mexico. And we'll see how things go this week with this amicus brief. Um, but as far as, you know, the, the ability that Republicans have, we are seven votes shy in the House. Uh, we don't have control of the Senate. So it's a free-for-all until we take the House back this November. And that's very, very frustrating. So at this point, uh, we are working to try to bring several of our Democrat colleagues to our side on this. And we're seeing several House Democrats starting to break away. We've seen a few Senate Democrats break away and push back on on the Biden's decision on the Biden administration's decision on Title 42. The thing that I think listeners should take away from this is currently today we see about 8,000 illegals at our border every single day. We lose operational control at 5,000 apprehensions. And so we're already past the point to which we can actually effectively manage our own border. Last year, there were over 20 individuals that were apprehended that were on the international terrorist watch list. That doesn't include the nearly half a million gotaways, and of which we have no idea if there were terrorists or not. And, uh, those are the folks that are actively avoiding apprehension, of course. And those are the ones that you want to be worried about because they're, they've got drugs on them. 
uh, they're trying to get into the country to do harm. And we saw just this last week a, a, uh, an agent um, was, was killed in a line of duty trying to rescue drug runners, which at the time, of course, they didn't know that they were drug runners. Right. Uh, it, they were drowning, and he went out to try to save them. He himself ends up dying, and they're sitting in custody today alive. To me, that is, that is the greatest miscarriage of justice, that we're trying to do the right things, our agents are trying to do the right things, and they're getting, they're getting the worst end of it, of course. So you think of the 170,000 individuals in this upcoming caravan just coming because of Biden's administration, of Biden's announcement that Title 42 is going to go away. And I also like to point out that Nancy Pelosi has continued to extend proxy voting in the nation's capital due to the quote-unquote ongoing public health crisis. So there's an ongoing public health crisis in Congress, but clearly not at the border. The hypocrisy of this administration knows no end. Well, and to add to the hypocrisy is, yeah, oh, uh, you know, Title 42 has to do with COVID. COVID's going away. COVID got the memo. They said uh, May 23rd. They go, yeah, yeah, we won't be around the border, we promise. Uh, (laughs) But at the same time, they want to extend... You know, travelers having to mask up, and if it wasn't for a Florida uh, judge, um, and again, the approach is different from different jurisdictions, but basically having that repealed, but the Biden administration wants to fight it. So is COVID here or not? Is it dangerous or not? And they continue, like you said, with this, uh, you know, having it both ways when it's convenient. Exactly. And you know, this week we're going to be fighting the $10 billion pandemic aid package that they want to push out to keep people at home on the couch. And 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 I'm sitting here thinking, guys, you're asking for another COVID package to be spent when we have $800 billion that hasn't been spent. So why can't you use that money? And the ridiculous answers that they give you just infuriate you. It makes your blood boil. And then you go and you try to fill up your gas tank and you're paying over $5 a gallon in some parts of the country, six in some parts of the country. And you're thinking, we're here at hyperinflation that's slated to go to 10%, which if you are on a fixed income, heck, if you're just a normal working family, this is start, this, this hurts, right? Yep. The cost of goods and gas and grocery, everything. And, and the damn government wants to spend more of your money, which is going to just further exacerbate the inflation issues that we have. It's ridiculous. And the Democrats in Washington, they continue to ignore the fact that the more that they spend, the less that we in normal middle America get to keep in our pockets. And the Democrats up here, the big swamp, the big government, they forgot a long time ago whose money it is. It's our money. And they need to stop playing with it like it's monopoly money. There are so many decisions that are made and policy things that they're doing in the Biden administration that don't make sense to the average person. They don't make sense to intelligent people either, and they don't pass the logic test. I've asked you before, what is the big long-term picture that the Democrats are looking for? And I guess I'll make make it like this. Everybody knows they're going to get completely toasted in the midterms, yet most of them don't feel a sense of urgency or panic. And I, and I guess my question is, what do they have in store for us as far as the election goes? And then the big picture thing, what do they really want? Because every policy they've enacted hurts America. You know, I've thought about this long and hard, and I used to think that it was just, you know, 
that it was the party of big government versus little government. And there absolutely is an element of that. But you think about this agenda of the continual spending, the, the element that continues to push out that the state thinks they know better than us, bureaucrats in a basement somewhere up here in Washington know better than us in middle America, and the voting, uh, the attempts to take over our voting, uh, the attempts to uh, take over our health care, um, the masking, the mandates, all of it. I think it adds up to this. I think the Democrats are so hell-bent on an agenda of dependency and control that they're willing to do anything. And you look at the open borders where they are allowing anyone and everyone to come across. You match that up with this voting bill that they tried to pass and did pass out of the House of Representatives that's stuck at the Senate now uh, under the guise of a NASA bill that says that non-citizens get to vote. And you look at all the spending that they're doing, which is breaking the backs of everyday normal blue-collar working Americans because we're the ones whose, whose taxes are going to you know, really get hit on this. It tells me that they are enacting policies that are designed to trap people in poverty, make people dependent on the state so that they can continue to win elections and stay in control. To me, that's the simplest way that I can explain it. And they know they're going to lose. I hear it all the time from Democratic colleagues and from Democratic staffers here in Washington. I hear it. They know they're going to lose. They just keep telling me that they have to throw everything they can at the wall and hope that something sticks. That's what they're doing. They have gone all the way in. They're not going to pull back now. They don't see the election as salvageable for them. So they have to go as hard, as fast, and as radical left as they possibly can. Well, that's, um, yeah, that's frightening because they're they're not behaving as though they're going to get collaborative. They don't care or the agenda is <laughs> so strong. I, I don't know. Well, and Bob, I don't want to depress everybody on on this Monday morning. I got to give a shout out to Anna Barber, who I met in Marion County a couple weeks ago. She's a huge fan of yours. So, hey, Anna, I know you're listening. Aw, that's awesome. All right, uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, uh, be safe. Keep working hard for us. We know you are. You're super busy, and uh, keep fighting the good fight. Hey, thanks, everybody. Have a great, great week. Thanks, Bob. All right, you too, Congresswoman Kat Kamek on the Bob Rose Show. We appreciate that. It's eight. 17 right now, and uh, New York Times Magazine's 1619 Project paved the way for the mainstream media to pursue this whole CRT thing. We'll peel some of the onion layers back next on 97.3 The Sky. Hang on.